So what do you think of the Biden administration? <laughs> and we have a floor. We do have a floor. <laughs> we managed to get that one. Okay. Oh, yes. So just make sure everything is just, just okay. Always be gonna, if I do, I, if I, I start doing this, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it means wise up. Right? Okay, right. Um, I'm gonna pretend you're the chair then. Every time you t- speak to me, I'm gonna be like, "Well, yes." The chair that you're sitting on. Oh, I'm gonna sit on it. Okay. What? What okay. chair? That? There's a chair in front of me, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say yeah in the middle of a conversation. Expect it to go further. Reply you to me. Just say there's a chair there. And, uh, <laughs> Am I going to sit on the chair? But why is the chair there? And why is it a thing that can be sat on? Only Jonah can tell us. Which brings us to our episode. <laughs> okay, Ben, I commissioned you to... Commissioned? Uh, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Zero pounds. I told you to read Jonah. I did read Jonah. And I told you to read Daniel. I did read Daniel. And Noah. I read Noah. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... It's all in this. And I told you how to well, relate Jonah it. And Daniel is I in told this. you to relate it together. Yes, and I found that Jonah and Daniel are opposites. And I you told you to um, think relate it to Christ as well, like the death and resurrection. He's smiling at me. He didn't do that. I just compared it to us and modern society. That's all right. Okay. So what? I'm I'm just curious. Well, I know what I know what the death and resurrection is. So I think I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. I didn't. You know what it is, but just like keep in mind what that okay, yes, idea. Yes, the back of my mind. Okay, sweet. So I'm I'm genuinely curious of what you discovered because you seem to get very interested in this. Oh yeah. And then I can talk after we're sick of hearing your nonsense. Thank you, Josh. Can we? Can we? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> that was really uncomfortable. Anyway, um, so yeah, just my thoughts and feelings on Jonah. Um, I think. What really strikes me is the ending of Jonah. I mean, like, it's one of the things that, um, if you you went to like which day, right? Be more specific. Uh, I'm just gonna give just a general overview on how Jonah is usually told. It's usually told at something like Sunday school to like kids going and Jonah was eaten by a big fish. You know, it's that kind of thing where you know you should not run away from God. Or you sh- you'll you'll be eaten by a fish. You know, <laughs> it's that kind of. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> sprayed from the lord and now he's dead add it to the list of things young people are scared of uh, from quicksand yeah. and now, uh, cr- now christians if you don't be a christian anymore you'll be eaten by fish stay being a christian are afraid of big fish and quicksand that's what jonah says right. anyway but the thing i think if we go into more adult terms is um the ending of jonah it's so challenging i find anyway uh, where he t- chapter where four, the, the, the very the, last the chapter, last cha- where he gives, where God gives him a tree, yeah, basically yeah. for shade, and God asks him and has a conversation with him, going, "Yo, why are you angry?" And well, obviously not it's, like it's that. Per- it's perplexing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's like it's I find it challenging story. because I do find that you can be angry at so many different things, and a lot of people are angry these days. In twenty, so the the first month of twenty twenty one, there has been a lot of anger. Um, Guys, it's twenty twenty one. Get angry. 
Yeah, it's like it's just angrier and angrier. And Jonah was angry. And do you want me to read? I'm gonna. Do you want me to read? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Do we that. need do to have that. something to base this on. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we can just roughly sum up Daniel and Noah mm-hmm. and Christ. But wait, I want to read Jonah. Okay. Okay. So, right. So this is the first uh, very very start. Right. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, "Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city." And call out against it, for the evil has, has come upon me, come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid a fare and went down to it to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea. So the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God, and 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 to, yep, and they heard a cargo into the ship, into the sea, and to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship, and it, where he had laid down and was fast asleep. So the captain came and and said to him, "What what do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call, go out." Call out to your God. Perhaps the God will save, uh, will give us thought to us. <laughs> I can't speak. Um, that we may not perish. Right. Uh, then the next section. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know what and whose account this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. They then said to him, Tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us, and uh, what is your op- occupation? And where do you come from? What is your country? And what uh, people are you? And he said to him, I'm a Hebrew. I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid. And they said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was was fleeing from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you? that the sea may quiet down for us, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and hurry me into the sea, then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know for I know it is because of me that the great tempest has come upon to you. Nevertheless, the men uh, rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous against time. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood for you, O Lord, have, uh, have have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. So that is the first chapter. We will read this whole book. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's only four chapters, uh, and they're all shorter than that. Okay, yeah. that this story is so ununderstandably complex <laughs> and hard to understand, and you will never understand all of it. But on the other hand, it is such a simple yeah. story that a child can understand yeah, and put it on their list of things to fear, as well as quicksand, <laughs> and they will understand it as well as the smartest wisest theologian yeah and that's what i was saying at the start just like the thing that they teach in sunday school and yeah <laughs> ben i have like i have never felt so 
underprepared for a topic. <laughs> and yet, if you combine all the notes I've done for every single thing up until this episode, this uh, this I've done four times as much as that. I know, I can see you've got a pile of paper on you. Right I've got a stack of paper. Notes! I have a few pages in there. One of them book. isn't for this episode. I just wrote it down. But, <laughs> but like, I've got a stack of paper here. Stack of paper there. One, two, three, four, five, six. One of these pages is double-sided. Yeah, so are you saying this I'm may saying take more than I'm one episode? I'm saying this story is so interesting. Mm. If you don't look at it carefully, you will miss it, all of it. All of it? Or you will only get some smidgen of, of, of saying I looked up on the internet what is just before we did this just gonna be curious what I would find what is the meaning behind Jonah and the whale or the fish or whatever and <laughs> the first result was like um, Jonah paid a fare to go and they, that was they were like uh, the whole meaning of the story oh. Jonah paid his price <laughs> To leave the presence of God, he paid the fare. He paid the price. It was a fish. He paid it, and he got the fish was by a punishment. fish. And then the bit that wasn't like that, it was like um, God compassionate, and that was the only things I could find. Right. There's so much in this story; it's hard to fathom. Yeah. Okay, um, it reminds. So let, let's just go on. It, it reminds me just um, of like one of the Viking folklore sort of um, tales that they told their children. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost like one of those legends about Odin or Loki or something. And it always has a, like a mor- morale at the end of it, this lesson. And as you say, and rightly so, there's multiple lessons in this and there's multiple levels and depths. Pardon the joke because he gets swallowed by a fish in the depths. Anyway. It's uh, such an interesting story. It is. I agree. And it makes so little sense, but like it makes sense. Because it makes so little sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I let make little sense. Um, <laughs> let's just run through that. What we've just said, okay? Yeah, yeah. Jonah, right? Right. He says, "Go to Nineveh, the great city, call it against the evil." Right. And instead of, instead of doing that, Jonah flees. Okay. He does not follow God's word. Right. He where does he go? He goes to he Tarshish. Goes, he goes Tarshish. Right, he, but that is uh, west. Right, mm. was miles away. What is, water. what is west? Right, geographically, it's towards the water. Okay, it's towards the setting of the sun. It's away from the rising of the sun. Okay, oh. that's what Tarshish is. That's what that's what that means. Okay. Then he goes. He uh, pays a fare to go on the boat. That's so interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he pays a fare. He paid his price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so he's getting further and further away from what it means to be in a, a tall mountain, like a dry land, right? Yeah. Where the sun is the highest point. Or the sun. He's going further and further, further west. Deeper. Okay? Onto the, he's on a boat, okay? Mm-hmm. Think about it. The land is shrinking. What does that mean? Wait, the, what? <laughs> what? The land is shrinking. Dry land is shrinking. Oh, is it going away from it? It's He's on a more boat. Yes. Now, instead of landing everywhere, it's not confined to what a boat is. Okay. Mm. All right. Yes. There's more water, less dry land. That's what a boat is. Yes. Okay. And then what happened? He, they hurled, God hurled a tempest and great winds on the sea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
he's getting further and further out. The the water is getting uncontrollable, right? Mm-hmm. Water's chaos, okay? Okay. Got, it's yes. the opposite of dry land. It's the opposite of order, okay? We know what dry land is. We're comfortable. Mm-hmm. We're not comfortable in a tempest. It's, it's stability. Okay. So the water's... It's having a wee jive, okay. The hair, the air. <laughs> it's, more than a jive. It's uh, it's having dancing with the water. It's having another wee jive, and like it, it, it's it's in the territory of chaos, okay. The boat is about to be broken up. That's how serious this is, okay. Mm-hmm. Now let me just turn to this. Okay, what have I got? <laughs> I've I got so many notes here. I might as well figure out <laughs> where I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. we have right. So the gentles, the Gentiles pray. Okay. So he's not only is he on a little land. There's water right in the air. Okay. They're like sort of meeting together. There's n- almost no land. Okay. And they all have their own gods. What happens? The Gentiles start praying. Mm, okay. To their individual. It's the fact that the Gentiles are praying to God and they're Gentiles. Okay. And they're panicking. Okay. Now Jonah through all this. Is asleep. Yeah, that, that was, that's what I was wondering. It's we interesting. He's sleeping. He's what content with the sleeping. violence. He's content. He's with. further down into the the right. So if he's say he's running away from God, right? right? He's going west where the sun sets, where the water is is at, right. right? So the water and the the winds are. They're they're in her, their territory. They're in the, he's in the territory of Gentiles, mm. right? So he's he's, he's skipped order into chaos, and then he's yes. gone deeper into chaos, and he right. slumbers. And what he's doing, he's moving further and further to death. Okay, that's what this whole story represents. Okay, he's moving from life towards death. Mm-hmm. What is sleeping? It's sort of like uh, playing dead, really. Being, being okay, he's, dead, he's just, just he's in the the belly of the ship, sleeping. Okay. Uh, amongst this amongst this chaos okay he's moving further he's accepting he's, in, he's accepting he's accepting chaos. death he's rather that's what that's what the whole thing is he's he's going to death rather than life uh yeah where god is okay um right what what else have we got here um yeah and the funny thing the gentiles have to wake him up okay that not the not just the, the it's just the fact that they're right you just Keep this in mind. They're Gentiles. They have to wake up the Jew. That's Jonah. Okay. Right. Now what happens? Gen- uh, Jonah admits his guilt. He's been running away from God. He admits his guilt. The Gentiles are terrified because God is the God of the of heaven. The God of heaven. Both the who sea. Who creates the land. And the dry land order. And, and chaos. the sea. Okay. What's the actual... The God of Heaven, uh, who created the dry land and the sea. I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of Heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Okay, so that is everything, right? It encompasses everything in this story. There's dry land, and there's sea, and there's mm-hmm. heaven. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and the Gentiles are afraid of this. Okay, no, Jonah is then thrown into the sea. He's ex- he's embracing death further. This is what it means. He's going down. He's yeah. going west. He's going away from God. He's going I towards also, the I sea. I also think it's worth to mention he's 
content with what that's, he's doing. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah he's, he's relaxed. Choosing he's, to he's do this. choosing to be. He's choosing to be among chaos because he's down into the ship, so he's among the, yes. the sort of depths. He's choosing willingly to be a part and of the, chaos. And the very start, he chose to reject. Uh, God. And, then, and then he falls asleep. You know, he's comfortable with it. Yeah. And it's taking one step further. He's th- actually thrown into the sea, so there is no land anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. The boat's gone. There's no land. There's just chaos, right? He's engulfed in chaos, okay? And um, that's 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 death. That's the closest you can get to death, or maybe when the the fish eats him. That's that mm. is death, okay? Mm. No. Um, and the sea and the sea calms, okay? And the gentiles start. Uh, glorifying the tree god right the gentiles effectively convert Mm -hmm. okay um death is tamed in a way right the oceans are calm the winds are calm and i can see the link to jesus now it's it's throughout this entire story yeah right it's just it foretells jesus it describes noah it describes daniel it describes other stories i'm just realizing this is the these aren't just random stories that people find interesting they're the same story that people find interesting okay and we covered that um the the life story of jesus was sort of and how everyone i think it was in the dragons episode how we covered everybody has that basic life story the challenge to face and stuff and this links so much to christ yes um okay now i'm gonna read the next part of this story okay so that jonah's in the in the wheel and he praised God in the midst of death. Mm-hmm. I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried, and your heart and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves, your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple the waters closed in over me to take my life the deep surrounded me weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains i went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever yet you brought up my life from the pit O lord my god when my life was fading away i remembered the lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple those who pay regard to vain idols forsake the hope of steadfast love for i with the voice of thanksgiving will sacrifice to you why i vowed i will pay salvation belongs to the lord and the lord spoke to the fish and it vomited jonah out upon the dry land i think this is one of my favorite prayers in the, like the bible's full of these prayers and there's loads of prayers in daniel's even by nebuchadnezzar and darius and stuff but i think this is one of my favorite prayers it just he is nothing and um that word sheol um that translates to the place of the grave yeah place of the dead this he was he was admitting that <clears throat> he was this close he, so close in fact he was basically to him when he was when his toes first touched the water Just right he felt this is the moment you know this is the moment i'm gonna face god and like that's massive like the moment his toes touched the water he knew what was happening he was like I'm going to face God, right? And the last thing I did in life was run away from him. And he gets a moment though. God grants him that moment, that space, the space within the fish, that moment 
to recognize that, to repent, to redeem, and to cry out. And what is it? No matter what God threw at him, the tempest, the fish, how he turned away, like... Jonah didn't complain. He was thankful. He was in he was in the belly of the fish. He had this moment of time to think about his actions and to understand three that days and three nights. Three days and three nights. That's insane. And he prays though. That one's a bit obvious, the three days and three nights. Yeah, with the whole Jesus being dead in three right. days' time. Can I just quickly run through this again? Using the crazy language that right. no one uses these days. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is death? okay mm-hmm. going down is death the foot of the mountain is death mm-hmm. okay the temple is the top of the mountain mm-hmm. okay god is the top of the mountain mm-hmm. okay uh i i i called to, out to the lord out of my distress and he answered me out of the belly of Sheol i cried that is death okay mm-hmm. that you can't that's death imagery and you heard my voice before you cast me into the deep or down to death mm-hmm. into the heart of the seas death again all your waves and billows passed over me. He's surrounded by chaos and death, right? Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. Yet again, I shall look upon your holy temple. Mm. He's at the bottom. He's at the foot of the mountain, under the sea, in the belly of death. Belly of chaos. And he turns towards he understands, the holy temple. He understands one thing. He understands that God was there. God is still there. This is what remembering... This is what remembers. This is what repentance is. Mm. Okay, he's finding, he's returning to the center. Okay, mm-hmm. he's okay. understanding that no matter how deep he goes, he understands he he is uh, repented repented of his uh, of his sin, and God is there. God answers him. God is God. Like that's what do you think Jonah was thinking? Did he like the moment he entered a fish's mouth? I don't think he was thinking. Oh, God sent this. He was like, yo, I'm going to die by a fish. This is what I deserve. And he had time. He had time to repent when he was being digested. (laughs) God was there with him in the belly of Sheol. God was there. God doesn't just reside at the top of a mountain, even though like that's how we portray him and that's where he belongs. But God is everywhere. He's he's omnipresent, even in the depths. Because he created the depths. That's the thing that... People need to understand. He's there in the darkness. You're beginning to understand. I'm beginning to understand. Okay. I'm going to close my notes. They're not relevant. <laughs> um, the waters closed in over me to take my life. The death closed into me to take my life. That's what that says. The yes. deep surrounded me. Weeds wrapped up around my head. At the roots of the mountains, I went down to the land whose bars closed up upon me forever. Yet you brought me life from the pit. Death, 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 death. Life. Life. Okay. When my life was f- was fainting away, I remember the Lord. So I said about remembering. Remember the Lord. And my prayer came to you, into your holy temple, the top of the mountain. That's what that means. Mm. Those who pay regard to vain idols recite the hope of steadfast love. But, but I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed. I will pay. Salva- salvation belongs to the Lord. And... The fish vomits him out at dry land. So he's beginning to physically move east again, right, mm. towards the mountain. He's on dry land. Okay. And, right, after this, I'm going to have to do a whole other episode of explaining this whole yeah. story again mm-hmm. from a different light that you will not see. Okay. So, relaying it to the Garden of Eden. 
Okay. That's for... So you would you say then this will be part of a... There's no way we can fit this in now. Yeah, 100%. But this is a series. Is this officially... We'll, we'll figure out something. Um, <laughs> right, next part. Uh, Jonah goes to Nineveh. Uh, when the... Right. When the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the... the the second time saying arise go to Nineveh that great city and call out against it the message that I tell you so Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city three days journey in breadth Jonah uh, began to go to the city going a day's journey and he called out yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown and the people uh, of Nineveh believed God they called for a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. The word reached the king of Nineveh, and he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in the ashes, and issued and he issued a proclamation that and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man or beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger, so that they may, so that we may not perish. When God saw that they did what they did, uh, how they turned from their evil ways, God relented of the disaster that He said He w- He would do to them, and He did not do it. That stands out to me. So, the what I find that stands out is the seriousness of the nation towards the realization that they had angered God. The instantaneous, all right, let's fast, let's repent, let's do everything that we possibly can to appease an angry God. That's devotion. So they they repented. Okay, um, what what had to happen? What what happened for the city to repent? I'm going to use this term, the city, a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. Jonah went down the hill, went down the mountain to, the, to death. There's a flip. He came back up, and the city was saved through that process. Mm. You're giving me like a sly smile. <laughs> now, what did I just say? Say that again. Jonah... Don't say Jonah. A man was called to do God's bidding. The man went down. The man basically died. Three days at a time, came back, proclaimed the will of God, and the city was saved. I just described Jonah and Jesus. Yes. (laughs) You described what happened to Jesus. Mm. Jesus came down the mountain, died, flipped, Resurrected. He also flipped tables. Um, <laughs> he did actually. He, he flipped. <laughs> Resurrection. The city is saved. Up the mountain he goes again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I shall be done. <laughs> but it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry, and he prayed to the Lord and said, "O Lord, is not this what I have said?" Uh, when I what the what am I reading? And he prayed to the Lord and said, "O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? Uh, that is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God, a merciful, 
slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore, now, I, uh, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? Jonah went out of the sea and sat to the east of the sea and made a booth for himself there. He sat under it in the shade till he should see uh, what would become of the city. Now the Lord God appointed a plant and made it come up to Jonah, that it might be a shade over his head to save him from the goodest comfort. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the plant. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God appointed a scorching east wind and and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint. And he asked that he might die instead and said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, Yes, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. And the Lord said, You pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being uh, in a night and perished in a night. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left and also much cattle? So you kind of butcher the first part of that. <laughs> no, um, but the, I think the main lesson was the tree. And this is the most significant thing, I guess, for me. Um, the key thing that I think the, the key words that God says is which came into being. Nineveh came into being. It became fruitful when Jonah came and proclaimed the word of God. That's I, I get, Nineveh is the tree. It came into being. That's why, and um, when God challenges Jonah, saying, "You did not toil for this plant. You did not. You did nothing for this plant. This plant was a gift." He's talking about Nineveh. I find he's, he's talking about I, I toiled and I love these people. These people have turned from me, though. These people have worms in them. I. We need to do something about this. And so God appointed Jonah to do something about it. And Jonah did. You know, it took his persuasion and his whole time with the fish. <laughs> he did what God commanded. And God saw the repentance and the loyalty and the, and the just the people. They were, they were put on sackcloth. They sat in ashes. They fasted. They did everything they could to avert God's anger. Um, I'm not sure when the city of Nineveh was. I don't know if it was before. Oh, no, it was. It was after Sodom because Sodom in Genesis, I'm pretty sure. Um, this is the thing. They, they, knew, they know about the wrath of God. They know who the God Jonah is talking about. They know who he is. I'm not sure when Jonah is supposed to take place. Mm. can't but, remember. But they know God. That's the thing. They have this knowledge. They know who God is. They know what he's capable of. And until somebody points it out to them, until somebody says, yo, he's mad. He's coming. <laughs> Get your act together. <laughs> they do. They listen. And they're saved. And Jonah's like, what? You know? And there's this plant. This plant. I, I don't think there's a better way to describe a city. It is a, it's a plant that grows. That, that, that through the seasons, it grows taller. It, it flourishes. It has seeds. That's, that's, a, that's a city. A city grows. A city flourishes. A city expands. A city provides for its people. Um, that would be shade and it's god that appoints the worm you know it's god that controls the downfall of cities it's god that controls the good things and the bad things because he appoints things for lessons to learn and what was the learning this is the learning for jonah jonah learned that day 
that his anger was nothing compared to the grace of God. And it was just this 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 mercy that these people were crying out for because they knew they deserved it. That's why they put on sackcloths and ashes. They believed that, look, we deserve this. I'm going to beat myself up. I deserve this. I deserve punishment. Please, Lord, help me. I'm sorry. I repent of my sins. The king ordered everyone to do this and everyone did. And I was so fit in the eyes of God. God is the ultimate margin of justice. God is the ultimate margin of justice. He knows right from wrong. He knows who will be punished and who won't be. He knows he will challenge people. The worms he will appoint to people. He knows that. But because of his justice, because of how glorious he is, he saves them. And he, tr- and he and demonstrates this to Jonah with the tree. And Jonah's trying to understand this. He doesn't he understand. Like he was, he was angry. He wanted the city to, to, to... And I guess that's the challenge I have. Why was Jonah angry that God saved the city? I want to know that. Do you want me to like... Right, do you want to know why he was angry that God yeah, saved the city? Uh, yeah, let's go. Because God made Jonah into a false prophet. That's why this story is so strange. The false prophet saves everyone. <laughs> He's um, a false prophet. What he said didn't come to pass. Yes. His prophecy was incorrect. That's that's one of the reasons and and the rest of this is he was he was like he's like God I want to die. I knew you're a loving, compassionate, slow to anger. And abounding in grace, right? I knew you all these things. He knew you'd say he'd save the city if they repented, and he knew he'd be made into a false prophet. That's why he didn't want to go. That's why he's angry. And this represents pride. So it does. It is right my way. Or, the highway. or I, I want, <laughs> I don't want God's way. I want my way. Mm-hmm. I want, I don't want to be t- put down for the sake of glorifying God. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be ashamed. You know, I don't want to be made wrong. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it represents. It represents pride. Okay. The unwillingness to be wrong. So, and again, um, through the whole imagery. Pride uh, represents uh, death and evil, mm-hmm. right? Yes, C.S. Lewis says pride is the tumor of all things. Um, it's like a tumor that grows and festers in all things. That is just sin. It's, it's pride that does that. Yeah. And yeah, so the thing about it, he goes, he goes east, right? So the rising of the sun, it's towards. He's going towards God, right? And he's and this whole thing, he's sort of like talking to God and he goes up on the hill so we can see um again like up the hill right because mm-hmm. the viewing point of this city okay and uh god got a plant okay and i'm not sure if i should go into this or go into the next one in this but i'll just tease it anyway at least yeah god give adam a plant to cover him okay god give ad uh Jonah, uh, did I say Adam? You did. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Tease> over. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Freudian slip. Um, Jonah 
got a fish. A plant. God gave Jonah a covering of a fish and he gave Jonah a, a covering of a plant as well. Okay. Right. And I gave the people the covering of the city. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying these th- things, yeah, but I, I didn't, I didn't say you, these represent something similar. Um, should I go into that now? Hmm. 35 minutes. Um, we'll get the next one. Yeah. There's a lot to cover on that. Um, I'm gonna. Go. You're just gonna go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, just, there's so much left to go over. This is great, though. This, uh, this is good. This is good. Yeah, I think. In, I think we'll call it here, and we'll. Uh, well, to summarize, we'll, we'll do a part two. We will. Yes. Summarize though, we've gone over the fact that Jonah is Jonah can be married to Jesus. Jonah was at the top of the mountain. He came down to the sea. He came on the sea. He came in the sea. Swallowed he by died. He was, he was swallowed by death. He came out. He repented. He came to to dry land. He came to the city. He came up the hill again, in in the place of in God. the place of God. Okay, that's all you need to know. Until next time. On, uh, until next time. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Except this is <laughs>